We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, February the 10th, 2021. On today's show, I break down South Carolina's 81-78 to loss to the Alabama Crimson Tide, guys. A really tough podcast today, talking about the game, what went wrong for South Carolina as the Gamecocks take the 11th-ranked Crimson Tide to the wire, but unfortunately fall up short on Tuesday night. Also, news and notes to get into that include football tidbits from Tuesday. Shane Beamer, Montario Hardesty speaking to the media. Also, the 2021 spring football roster being released. All that much more, guys, is all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're also a moving services company and they're also employee-owned co-op guys their movers are paid twice the industry average and everyone on the crew is invested in your success guys they have dedicated professional crew members and they also offer black glove service they offer end-to-end packing services custom crating and packaging for special items and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group, and of course, if you have any questions, check out their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. talk about it um guys welcome to the show appreciate y'all tuning in. i'm chris phillips shows the spurs up show as always uh obviously recording this basically immediately following the south Alabama game that's what we're going to spend 
95% of the time today talking about is the South Alabama game. Again, guys, first things first on a positive note. Let's start on a positive. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate the love, support. Thank you guys for sharing the content, consuming the content, showing love to the content. Truly from the bottom of my heart, guys. Thank you again so much. Also, quick schedule update in case you guys were not aware. No Daily Crow tomorrow or Friday or Monday. I'm going out of town with the family once again. One last trip before baseball season. Figured why not? Um, podcast as normal. But wanted to let you guys know. Also, some great interviews upcoming. Fantastic interviews. You guys should be aware of. And I, I, I normally would spoil them. But this time, I'm keeping it in my back pocket. I'm like, you know what? You guys will really have to wait. But some great interviews upcoming. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Now, let, let, let's get into it. Again, this is a fresh wound. This is basically right after the South Alabama game Tuesday night. And if you guys saw my post-game video, by the way, on social media, you know, I make the post-game reaction stuff, whatever, after every single game. <laughs> I went back and watched it. And I was like, man, there is pain in my eyes. And I, and I was surprised how hurt I was after South kind of lost this game to Alabama. Because I picked the Gamecocks to lose, and I picked them to lose by 14 points. I, I was shocked, honestly, guys, with like eight minutes left in the second half. I was like, I can't believe this game is this close. I, I, I'm genuinely shocked how close the game is. You know, normally I'd come on here, and I've done so the past two Mondays. Normally I'd come on here and kick, scream, and yell, and throw a fit, and critique this and criticize that. Honestly, guys, you know, this was not a game I expected South Carolina to win. And what hurts and what's so painful is that you had the opportunity. It was literally there for the taking, right? But, and the thing that hurts too, guys, I think is that, and I'm not giving any excuses, COVID, but like we see the potential, I think, in this basketball team. Like to play a team like Bama close, to beat a team like Florida, good basketball teams do that. And it's just like one thing, It's if it's not this, it's that. If it's not that, it's this. And to have an opportunity like you had last night on your home floor and not be able to finish, not be able to capitalize, that's painful. I mean, listen, you outshot Alabama. 44% for the meal. They shot 38%. 38. I mean, what defense? They shot 35% from three. You shot 24, so it kind of evened things out. The big one was this one. They made 17 free throws, went 17 to 20 to your eight that you made, eight of 14. South Carolina continues to get beat at the free throw line. It's, it's baffling. It's maddening. But again, guys, normally I'd come on here and, 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 and fuss and critique. and You know, I tip my cap, honestly, man. I, I tip my cap to Frank's guys. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion to have. Maybe people, people want me to come on here and say, fire Frank Martin and this and that. I tip my cap to Frank's guys, man. Like, I, I you know, because again, maybe, maybe it's just my expectations were just so low. Maybe my expectations need to be higher. My expectations were just way too low. But I didn't expect Talcon to compete in this game. And to lose by three, to have an opportunity late in the game on the last possession, you know, this team has had every reason this season to quit. Every single reason. And again, I, I know it's tough, Carolina fans. I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm surprised how much I'm hurting after this game. And I think what it is, too, is this season is getting to the point where it's just, it's exhausting for us all. It's exhausting. Bottom line, it's exhausting for us all. It's tough. It's very, very tough. And I think it's tough because fans love Frank Martin and they love Gamecock basketball. But it's really hard to, to you know, be behind this product 100% of the time. 
I don't pin this loss on Frank, by the way, in case you're wondering. I, you know, listen, I'm not on the fire Frank Martin train. I've said it before. I think Frank is a good coach. Um, I don't know what the missing piece is, guys. I mean, again, you go 8 of 14 from the free throw line, and, and you lost by three. I, is that coaching? Is missing free throws? I, is it coaching? Like, I don't know. There's just no – there's nothing – there's no way Frank Martin and his staff don't stress free throws. Like, there's just no way. But then again, I, is it just you have really bad players and they're lazy and don't want to practice free throws? Because free throws, guys, they're all mental. It's all a mental thing with a free throw. It's something you've done over and over and over and over and over again. You know, this isn't something that it takes special technique or a skill set. It's all mental. This is something these guys have done thousands of times. And you can't make your, you can't make your free throws. But again, I, you know, late in that game, I thought South Carolina really tried to make some runs, tried to get some momentum. And Bama, it seemed like, always had an answer. And, you know, Bama's a really good basketball team. Bama is a really, really good basketball team. Again, give credit where credit is due. Um, they're a good team. They got dudes. They got dudes, man. They got dudes all over the place. And so, again, I, I'd normally come on here, and, and, and I, I don't have – guys, I don't know what to say. I, I don't have a ton to say on this one. This might be a little bit of a shorter show because I, I thought to myself, like, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words. I, I don't know. No, I don't think firing Frank Martin is the answer. I, I don't think that solves anything right now. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that necessarily – listen, I can live with a loss to Bama. Believe it or not, I can live with this loss. What I can't live with, okay, what I cannot live with is you play Ole Miss Saturday, 6 o'clock tip-off at their place. What I can't live with is going into Oxford and getting your butts kicked by a team that you should beat. Because that's what this season has shown. Well, tip, that's what might happen, you know? It'll be the game Saturday that we don't show up for. We have no issues showing up in a game like this, the Bama game. We, we got no issues playing up to our competition. But when we play somebody that we're supposed to beat, we're favored, they're not very good. We disappear. It's, it's, it's unexplainable. So, like, there's a major part of me. It's like, I can live with this Bama loss. Yes, it's painful and it sucks. Again, I, I tip the cap to South Carolina's guys. Again, A.J. Lawson with 21. Manaya with 15. Keyshawn with 16. Seventh Woods with 11 hit a big shot down the stretch. I mean... You know, the, the big one, again, in the head-scratcher that just continues to just puzzle fans is Jermaine Kuznar. That, that's the one that just continues to blow my mind. He had two points. 28 minutes, two points, five assists, and three rebounds. And he looks bad doing it. Looks really bad doing it. I, I don't understand what's wrong with Jermaine Kuznar. Wilden's Levesque with nine points. I don't understand what is wrong with Jermaine Kuznar. So, I, you know, again, I don't want to sound like I'm accepting defeat, like I'm okay with losing. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm 100% not. Bottom line is this. You had opportunities to win that game. You had opportunities to take that game at home. That's one at home. You got to find a way to win when you're in that position. You didn't do it. But at the same time, again, I picked South Carolina to get blown out. I didn't give them much of a chance at all. And for this team to come out and play that way, 
and fight a really good Alabama team till the end, you know, it's it's hard for me to be kicking them while they're down necessarily. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to do that. So again, you know, like I said, this this is going to be short, sweet, and to the point. Overall, you got to find a way to bounce back. That's the biggest thing. Like I said, I can live with this loss to Bama. And, and, and as far as the free throws, and I will say this too, I want to address this because a lot of people ask me in the post game about Chris, what about the two-point play at the end? What about the two-point play? Why didn't you go for three? I didn't necessarily hate the play. I, I didn't hate it, and I'll tell you why. Because they're, okay, you, you get the game to one. Their guy's got to go down there and make two free throws. It's college basketball. The odds he makes them both are kind of slim in that pressure situation. And, I mean, <clears throat> they literally just gave you the two. So, like, I like I understand it. I mean, I, it, it's a tough look because you lose by three, and it's like, well, what was the point of that? It is. It's a tough look because of that. And I was surprised when it happened. Was that on Frank Martin? Was that on the players? We don't know. And I'm sure Frank may be addressing that in his postgame presser right now. I don't, I don't know. He may be addressing that. But again, I mean, overall, you know, again, a game I did not expect you to win. I thought you came out, you played tough, you played physical, you, you played with tenacity, great effort, great defensive effort. Heck, I, mean, I know they scored 81, but you held them to 38% from the field. I mean, Bama's a good team, dude. Really good team. You know, so, like I said, I can live with this Alabama loss. I can live with it. I really can, believe it or not. What I can't live with is going on the road Saturday now to Oxford and laying an egg. Because that's what this team has shown they'll do. They'll play down to their competition. They'll lose one they shouldn't. That's what kills Carolina fans. Not losing Alabama. Not losing to LSU on the road. What kills them is losing to Mississippi State by 16. Losing to Vanderbilt. It's just gotten to a point where it's really, really exhausting, though. And I get it. I'm right there with you guys. I'm right there with you guys. I mean, where does Carolina basketball go from here? I mean, again, can you can you learn to shoot free throws in four days? I, I don't know. I don't know that you can. I don't know that you can. Um, you know, I'm proud of this team for the fight and the effort. There's definitely still issues. There, there's definitely still things that have got to be fixed, that have got to be taken care of. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I, you got to find a way to bounce back, man. That's all I can say. It's a tough one. This is just a tough one. I, I, I did not expect to feel this, this down and out over this game. I did not. I, I really thought, hey, we're going to lose, whatever. I mean, I pretty much accepted it in my mind. And I, I think <laughs> that last, like, two and a half minutes, I got, like, I got my hopes up, and it was just like, oh, deflating all over again. So... Again, you got to find a way to bounce back. You got to find a way to 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 take your best effort on the road to Ole Miss. Get a win. You need a win desperately in that game. So we'll see if the Gamecocks can do it. So again, South Carolina falling to Alabama, eighty-one to seventy-eight. Guys, a couple quick football tidbits. Like I said, not a not a crazy long show. Um, I, I don't want to draw this out and fill you guys here with a rant for forty-five minutes. Um, short, sweet, and to the point today. But quick news and notes really quickly. Beamer. Shane Beamer and Montario Hardesty speaking to the media. Overall, like what they had to say. Shane Beamer, very complimentary to the Gamecocks' new running backs coach. And Montario Hardesty, really cool to hear his, his experiences in, uh, in Williams-Brice and, and the Rooster Crow was legendary. So, 
I'm a big fan of Hardesty. I, I think he's going to be a good addition for South Carolina, the running back coach position. Um, you know, he talked a lot about Kevin Harris and Marshawn Lloyd and what they bring to the table, and he's excited about coaching them, which he should. I mean, listen, I, I think any running backs coach should be really fired up about coaching those two guys. I think Hardesty's going to be a lot like Thomas Brown, guys. Like, I, I think his career path, is his coaching trajectory – is going to be a lot like Thomas Brown. I think it's a great pickup for South Carolina again. And, uh, you know, it's always good to hear from Shane Beamer, right? It always feels good to hear from Coach Beamer, always one of the press conferences. Um, also, a quick note, quick tidbit. The, the 2001, 2021, excuse me, spring football roster dropping on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, a couple familiar names are back. Ortrey Smith, Randricus Davis, Mark Fox, and R.J. Roderick, I know he already announced, but those guys confirming they will return for Gamecock football. Uh, the big names there, obviously, Ortre and Randricus, you know, obviously boosting the wide receiver room. How much could that help South Carolina? The big thing is this, guys, can they stay healthy? Because people love to ask me about, oh, bro, what about Ortre Smith? What about Ortre Smith? I'm like, dude, it's hard for me to get hopeful or set any type of expectations or projections for him until he just shows he can get on the field. If you can't get on the field, you can't produce. And I know he's had some stuff with his knees and what, like, and I, I really feel for him. I hate it for the kid. But, you know, until, until he can do that, it's hard to pick either one of these guys, Ortre or Randricus, to do anything meaningful for South Carolina football. So, again, you hope they can get on board. You hope they can get healthy. Will things be different now with Shane Beamer? We certainly think so. But uh, th those guys have got to get healthy if they're going to contribute. So, they got to get healthy. But, yeah, overall, guys, like I said, short, sweet to the point. That's going to wrap it up for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Um, we will do, like I said, baseball tomorrow. We'll talk Gamecocks outfielders wrapping up the season preview series with the position unit previews. And then Friday, basketball game preview, of course. And, of course, if anything drops with football news related with that, we'll talk about that. Just kind of trying to give you guys a uh, an idea of the rest of the week. Um, I will be heading out of town Thursday a.m. very, very early. But don't worry. Like I said, the podcast will continue as normal. Just no Daily Crow tomorrow and Friday or Monday. So, guys, again, thank you so much for the love support. Thank you guys for being flexible. Appreciate you all tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much. the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done